from the Auto Line Studios. Here is your host, John McElroy. Want to thank you all for joining us on AutoLine this week, where we're going to be talking about the Olympics, the Olympic Games, the Winter Olympics, but we're going to be talking about the automotive tie-in to the Olympics, and oh yeah, there is an automotive tie-in, and I've got three experts with me today to talk just about that, including Trudy Hardy, the head of marketing for BMW North America, Florian Schattenmann, the head of core R&D for Dow, and Dr. Dehe Kwok, uh, who teaches sports marketing at the University of Michigan. And it's great to have you all on AutoLine. Thank you. Trudy, I gotta start with you. You gotta explain what you're wearing there. Well, as a six-year sponsor of Team USA, our activation goes all the way to the apparel. And as it states, we are a proud partner of Team USA. So I needed to show off some of our wonderful BMW performance gear today. Now, like you say, you've been sponsoring the, the U.S. Olympic team for six years now. But now the involvement is more than just sponsorship. BMW played a key role, in fact, the role, in designing the two-man bobsled for the U.S. team. We definitely take our sponsorship seriously, and it is much more than that, and especially for Team USA, as the U.S. government does not help subsidize its athletes as other countries do. It really relies heavily on sponsors and corporations like us, and we have been a six-year sponsor starting in 2010, and we like to look at the athletes and the teams to see if there's technology transfer opportunity, something that's core to BMW's business and our skills that we can help transfer to our athletes. Yeah, and I want to get into the specifics of that technology transfer and what you're doing, but let's get some of the others involved here. And, and Florian, Dow is doing much the same sort of uh, thing as well, technology transfer into the Olympics. Yeah, that's, that's very true. We uh, actually support the, the U.S. luge team. And it's a little unusual because we are a material supplier, not a classic design transportation company. So we come from the materials uh, end of it, and, and uh, we're supporting the luge team by uh, helping to improve uh, their, their luge design. So when you look at the luge, it is really two runners uh, and uh, a bridge that keeps it together and, uh, and the pod where the athletes sit. So we got involved in improving the design of the, uh, or the, the, the material properties of these coovens. And, uh, and uh, so we, we have now resulted in, uh, in, in, in a much improved uh, capabilities of these, of these luges. So the idea was, and it's very similar to how we do projects together with the automotive industry, is to kind of get conflicting requirements settled between stability, speed, and, and, uh, and comfort for the rider, because that's very critical in the luge design. Dehe, have you seen this before? Of course, you've seen all kinds of corporate sponsorship at the Olympics, but have you seen much before of corporations transferring technology into it? Yes, uh, these uh, uh, examples are really uh, unique cases of activation where they can um, actualize their and showcase their expertise in the automotive uh, industry. For instance, using uh, sponsoring bobsled or the luge team allows these companies to really um, demonstrate the, uh, the speed, efficiency, the, uh, and all the expertise they, they put into uh, their, their brand. So it makes really a good fit for these uh, companies to partnering with the, uh, the uh, Olympic Games. Trudy, BMW, of course, doing the, the two-man bobsled, as we talked about. BMW is also coming out with the i3 electric car and the i8 super high-performance hybrid. Mm -hmm. 
which of course are made out of carbon fiber. Is that, that where you're talking about technology transfer? Absolutely. I mean, that's one component of it in terms of the bobsled. We, we've been working on steering mechanisms. We've been working on weight distribution. We've been working on carbon fiber technology and transferring what we're using in our production vehicles coming and how to apply that to, to the bobsled, make it lighter, make it faster, and make it safer. So uh, that's, been, that's been an important part of it. What's the company's thinking at BMW? Because as you well know, the Germans have dominated bobsled, two-man, four-man, men and women, for a long time now. And I got to believe the German team's going, wait a minute, you're a German company, you're helping the Americans out. We sponsor Team USA, and uh, we're not competitive at all, really, in that regard. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> it's been 77 years since Team USA has won the gold in the two-man sled. So that's where we're looking for our biggest opportunity to help the athletes, uh, working very closely with the Federation and the organization to see where they needed the help. So this was definitely a collaborative process early on in our brainstorming. Where do you need the assistance? Where do you need the help? And it was the two-man bobsled where they really needed that assistance from us. But, but I'm seeing a lot of the bobsleds go down with the BMW logo on them. So it sounds like you're sponsoring, what, the whole series, or how's that it, work? It's, um, we have six, six sleds, all two-man sleds, so both for men and for women. So we've got all of the, the two-man team will be running in a BMW No, but I, what I'm saying is er, earlier in the season, starting last year, uh, in... For World Cup? For World yes. Cup. Yes. You, you, I saw none U.S. team sleds with the BMW logo on them. It's, you know, we've, um, we've been off to a, a great start early in the season as part of the World Cup qualifications for Sochi. So we have, we set a track record in Calgary with the men, with Steve Holcomb and Steve Langton, and we have been doing great. So the sled is performing exactly as we had hoped. So we have very high hopes for Sochi. Fantastic. Uh, Florian, uh, Talk a little bit more about, uh, I, I know Dow is big time into carbon fiber because Absolutely. we had you on an earlier show uh, a year ago talking all about carbon fiber, but I got to believe Dow is doing more than just that with the, uh, the luge sled. Absolutely. And I think this is sort of, this Olympic opportunity is kind of uh, the way we act or with the way we work with customers now in general. So we are more of a solution provider rather than a material supplier. And that's, uh, so when we come in, we, we look at what are the opportunities to improve. And sometimes the customer, in this case also, didn't know exactly how to make the luge better. But then we looked at it and we, we focused on some of the, the areas like around the runners and so on and, uh, and, 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 and built it from there. We have, besides of all the physical scientists, the chemists, the chemical engineers, the, uh, the, the, the skill sets that you would expect, we in corporate R&D also have unbelievable computational capabilities state-of-the-art computational and engineering uh, capabilities. And so we know our materials best. We see what kind of material combinations work best, how we get the optimum uh, efficiency uh, uh, out, of, out of the final design. We can even suggest some, some, some minor redesigns based on our materials. So there's a bunch of materials in Dow materials in the new luge design. And, uh, and, and, and one of the big, uh, the big advantages now is that there is more stability, more comfort for the rider, which in luge is very important because the moment the rider gets out of the most aerodynamic position is then when you lose time. So comfort and control are very critical for, uh, for the luge uh, rider. Okay, so I know there's Dow, 
uh, carbon fiber in there. Yes. But, but Dow's big into structural adhesives, too. Is that part of it, and what else? We drew very big into the adhesives envelope. Yes, we have adhesives in there. We have polyurethane in there. We have carbon fiber composite in there. We have some epoxy in there. So we have a bunch of different materials. We don't go much further in disclosing, but <laughs> that's what we have in there, uh, and, and it gives the... Uh, and it's really... Uh, it's really interesting as you look at the luge, where do you want to have more around uh, dampening and, and, and comfort? Where do you want to have more rigidity? And, 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 and designing this upfront uh, gave us a huge competitive advantage. Ultimately, the athlete gives us the feedback. So the test is done by U.S. Luge on the track. Dehi, what's the right role for uh, an automotive supplier in this mm -hmm. case, although much more than automotive and an automotive company? How should they tell this story? I mean, of course, they're going to have their logos on these sleds, but what, how do you cash the check, as it were, getting involved the way that they're doing it? Right. Uh, by listening to Florian, I am actually learning more about how the, the, the close association between go. the Dow and the <laughs> Olympics. So from a consumer standpoint, maybe it's uh, difficult for the consumers to understand, so what does it mean that having the logo right next to the five rings? Does it really increase any meaningful association between the two different entities? But communicating these uh, specific elements, how their companies are providing excellent um, the, the facilities, uh, infrastructures, or, or even um, the actual deluge or the bobsled, it provides an opportunity to increase the involvement of the company and speaks to consumers how they provide uh, their resources and expertise to uh, the performers of the USA team. And also, uh, from a consumer standpoint, it also enhances uh, these brands to really position their brand as a category, uh, lead, as a category leader in that uh, particular industry uh, by associating themselves with the, the, one of the most watched uh, events uh, on the planet. So, Trudy, you're the head of marketing at BMW North America. How are you going to tell the story? I mean, marketing, obviously, is a huge component, but we want to make sure that we're authentic and credible in the space and the way that we contribute to you know, our technology transfer stories, but then how do we get that story out there? And we try to activate on every level possible and take advantage of the rights to the rings. And it's such a positive brand association for us. I mean, this is where, as competitive as our landscape is, everyone pulls together for Team USA. So it's a real feel-good opportunity. I think it really helps improve brand image um, and really promoting the games and the spirit of the games. We, we activate with television, uh, documentary on the making of the bobsled as well. So how do we get that storytelling out there about BMW's involvement and how we're helping to advance our athletes for success? Uh, so print and digital and event activation as well. So we take full advantage, as you can see, of every possible opportunity uh, to, to market. Uh, this wonderful partnership. Now, I know you've got videos on YouTube about that, but you're seeing a television documentary? Television documentary, so oh, yes. fantastic. But, yes. And, and we'll get into a bit more because the development is a, is a terrific story. Anybody who enjoys design, engineering, and manufacturing will eat this uh, all up. Absolutely. But uh, uh, Florian, I've got to ask you, I know you're not the marketing guy, you're yeah. R&D, but how's Dow going to tell the story of its involvement? Well, we're a little different than BMW that we don't sell a lot to consumers. We talk exactly. to other businesses. So how do we get our name out? And then we are a big chemical company that's it's often we're known for, right? We, we're, we're trying to show the world that we actually have graduated 
to a solution provider and how we do that. And so it gives us a couple of uh, opportunities. It gives us to, the opportunity to show how we work with customers. Normally customer relationships are very confidential and quiet and so on. In this case, we can show uh, as, as sort of as an example how we, how, we, how we do this, how we solve problems. The other part is everybody on this planet touches Dow products from the they, from, the, from the moment they get up until they go to bed. They just don't know it a lot, right? Mm -hmm. And so this entire Olympic environment gives us to show, to show this off. We have uh, a lot of materials around the infrastructure of the Olympics that are all based on down materials from the tarps and, 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 and even, even the, the liquids that cool the ice for ice events, these thermal thermal transfer uh, uh, liquids are, are made by Dow and so on. So uh, materials that normally you would never think about, now we have a chance with the five rings to give the, get them uh, uh, across to the overall population. So there's a lot of power in that, uh, in, in, in that marketing that we normally couldn't, couldn't do directly to the customer. Dehe, what do you think? What do you think of a company that does not directly sell to consumers getting involved in a, in a very public event like the Olympics? Well. I think it, it, it's interesting to see both the business-to-consumer brand mm -hmm. and the business-to-business-oriented uh, brand. Uh, as far as the business-business uh, brand uh, from consumers, uh, it would be uh, beneficial for this uh, type of brand to really communicate their efforts and their involvement with the Olympics with their partners. Uh, so it would enhance the uh, um, understanding of how the DAO can uh, to really showcase their uh, expertise in the, um, the, at the games. Um, I think that would be uh, the uh, mo uh, more uh, effective ways to uh, bring, bring the DAO into the uh, Olympics. So, and I imagine DAO would have customers being entertained at the Sochi. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, isn't that one of the ways of oh, really yes. getting the connection? Right. Uh, well, there are various uh, sponsorship-related objectives. Uh, for, for DAO, for instance, it could be uh, hospitality. Uh, could be uh, one of their uh, key um, the objectives to entertain their uh, clients in the Sochi and then the uh, host cities where they can really uh, have the business contracts with the uh, local uh, hosting cities. So that could be uh, one other uh, elements mm -hmm. where the DAO for this uh, type of business to business, uh, um, the company can activate their uh, sponsorship rights. Trudy talked about the right to the rings. Mm -hmm. Does it really pay off? Do you see the Olympics as a good way of marketing your product? Um, the, the research on the sponsorship effectiveness uh, has uh, increased over the uh, 10 to 15 years in the past. Um, uh, it's, it's, it really depends on the, uh, the objectives of the sponsorship. How does a company set their goals? Uh, what do they want to get out of from this uh, sponsorship relationship? Uh, some uh, up and, uh, up, upcoming companies would like to increase the brand awareness to begin with in the, in the new markets. Or some uh, well-known uh, brands uh, would like to enhance the loyalty or continue their brand attitudes. So it really depends on the, what type of uh, key um, uh, objectives you have from the sponsorship. It will, uh, uh, it will, it will uh, make how, how, how do you measure the effectiveness of the sponsorship in terms of uh, return on investment? Yeah, obviously BMW is not a, a fledgling brand that needs brand exposure. What, what's some of the the theory behind you getting involved in this? I think it just it adds to our it adds to our image. It really bolsters our image, especially when we're helping to to give back to athletes. It also helps that we activate on all levels. We want to take full advantage of the rights to the rings, whether that's broadcasting opportunities within the games, which we have secured. So you will see that um, coming up, and as well as 
customer activation, dealer activation. We'll be giving some lucky customers via social media the ability um, to win a chance to go down in Park City um, with the sled. So it won't be the two-man, because we need a driver and a brakeman, but we'll yeah. take them on. No, you know, I mean, that's an experience of a lifetime for some people, to bring them out and have them um, in, enjoy that Olympic ride. So really, I want to sign up, really let me works. tell you. I, I, I truly do. Florian, though, I'm curious, how did Dow get involved in this? You know, BMW's been sponsoring for six years here. I kind of understand how that might have come about. Did Dow go to the Olympic uh, Committee? Did the U.S. Olympic Committee come to Dow? How, how did this all work out that Dow ended up designing the luge? Yeah, so we, we, uh, we looked always for opportunities to get more brand awareness uh, directly to the customers. Um, and, uh, and it was at some point very clear that the Olympics uh, touch everybody. Um, and, and almost any sports fan, that, or even people that are not sports fan, for those two weeks, uh, in the winter or in the summer, uh, you, you tune in, you cannot, it's, it's the overall story, right? So, so, so we decided in 2010 as a company to, to become the chemical company uh, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the Olympics. Uh, and, uh, and then with, with, uh, with U.S. Luge, we actually already had a fledgling relationship as, uh, 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 sort of uh, since 2007. The current intensity really started uh, when the new technical director um, Duncan Kennedy started there in about uh, a year and a half ago, and that's when we got pulled into the to the certain level of engagement. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Uh, is there a down downturn at all, or is there a danger at all getting involved in the Olympics? Uh, uh, considering the uh, the massive amount of investment that companies have to, uh, to spend just to get the rights to use the five rings, uh, and um, on top of that, you want to spend extra investment to really activate the relationship, to make it a more meaningful association in consumers' minds. So with that uh, high investment uh, involved in this uh, partnership, there's always uh, the uh, um, uh, risks of uh, ambush marketing, for instance. Uh, there could be other companies where they can uh, try to associate themselves without paying a rights fee to the IOC and then being remembered by the uh, consumers as a, a official partner of the uh, Olympics. So there could be a risk uh, risk associated with it. And, and also, uh, in addition, uh, in, Measuring the return on investment is all—it's very difficult to to quantify the brand attitudes or the brand uh, the, uh, awareness. Uh, how how do you really uh, turn that uh, inc inc uh, increase in the brand attitude or awareness into the dollar amount? So that becomes really a the challenging task for the uh, managers, I believe. I imagine it's one thing to be uh, a consumer brand, you know, very well known, and your your 30 second ad or your 15 second ad pops up between heats. But are BMW and Dow taking a risk? Because what if, and I don't think it's going to happen, the luge doesn't go very well or the bobsled doesn't do very well? Couldn't that kick back in a negative way? Right. Um, the, another um, the element that makes a sport sponsorship um, the if effective is it ties to it is tied to the performance of, of the team or the uh, the property that these brands are sponsoring. So in this case, well, we already see the some of the the luge team or the bobsled team um, uh, having a good uh, results from this uh, partnership. But the uh, there is a story behind to it where you can 
tell a great story about the, uh, their involvement with the Olympics. And one of the uh, brand attributes that companies can get uh, from associating themselves with the Olympics is they get their brand attributes such as inspiring. So the, mm -hmm. the brand can tell the genuine story of supporting the Team USA and they're behind the uh, team to succeed in the Olympics. So it's a, it's a matter of, I guess, the marketers, uh, the role to how are you going to, uh, uh, to customize those messages to, to continue uh, dialogue with the consumers, what, uh, regardless of the results of the, uh, the game. Mm -hmm. Trudy, I, I asked uh, Florian this, but how did BMW get involved in the sled? Same question. Did BMW go to the Olympic Committee or vice versa? Well, actually, in addition to being a sponsor of Team USA, we sponsor four of the national governing bodies. So we sponsor uh, for the winter games, bobsled and skeleton and speed skating, and for the summer games, track and field and swimming. So it started actually early in the relationship with swimming and track and field, we developed a velocity measurement system to help improve uh, long jumpers and their ability to get real-time metrics back with some of our camera system technology, as well as a motion detection system for swimming for the USA swimming team to help improve the dolphin kick, because that is where the race is won or lost. So this is not our first technology transfer endeavor with bobsled. So this is different because it's a physical piece of, of equipment that you can see, you can feel, and you can touch. And I think that that's what, what makes it so powerful. Um, but this is not our first technology transfer. Uh, this, this is fascinating. I didn't know that. I mean, to me, it, it's a no-brainer. BMW involved in the bobsled. Mm -hmm. It's a vehicle. It's a very fast vehicle. Maybe it's the ultimate, ultimate. bobsled machine. But the dolphin kick? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that BMW was helping the U.S. swim team swim faster? Right. With some of the camera systems that we have in place, uh, we were able to use some of that same technology to help uh, help them improve and get that. They get to see their motions and get to see how they come off the line. So we worked with Ricky Barons, who's one of our BMW performance team members, um, to help them. And that helps, you know, the, the, the race is won or lost in those turns. So... Florian, uh, Trudy said that some of the early results on the bobsled are very, very encouraging, breaking uh, the record at Park City, did Calgary. you say? Calgary. Calgary. How about uh, what's the, the luge look like? Similar, um, in, in Winterberg, um, in Germany, actually, the, the, the team event, um, U.S. got second uh, second place, uh, defeating or or beating the Germans at the in at their home game. So that was a, a, a big uh, a big result for for the team, and a lot of it is due to uh, the new the, the new sleds and how they perform. Mm -hmm. Again, a, a lot of it is 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 what we t what, what we talked about before, right? Is this is is based on our experience in the automotive area? Is is about getting that perfect balance. Well, you know, I, I love the irony in this. Here's Trudy, an American working at a German company helping yeah. the Americans. Here's Florian, a German yeah. at an American company helping the Americans. You got to feel somewhat conflicted about this. I am this. a conflicted individual, yeah. But at the same time, when I sit back during, you know, during the Olympics and to look at the events, uh, I can sit back and I. I'll be a winner either way. <laughs> no, I agree. You know, it, it, it's fun when I watch the Olympics. By the end of the Olympics, I, I'm not necessarily rooting just for the Americans. It's, it's the know, spirit. It's the yeah. spirit it's of the, the games. It, and who, it's yeah. incredible. And that's the great thing about the Olympics. You can mm -hmm. tap into the local pride, but at the same time, you can gain the global prestige. So I think that's what yeah. makes Olympic the continuing to uh, increase their <laughs> sponsorship rights fees and then broadcasting fees escalate. But, Dehi, you know, uh, the games last two weeks, 
and then they're gone for four years, you know, or, you know, in two years we'll have the, the summer. So as a, an advertiser, I got to believe or a sponsor, you don't want to go, okay, it's over two weeks, we spent all this money and that's that. There, wouldn't you advise somebody to say you've got to have a continuing message to remind everyone of this? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, the most widely recognized uh, the Olympic partner brands is uh, McDonald's and Coca-Cola in consumer's minds because they've been around more than 40 years for Coca-Cola. It's almost a centennial now uh, mm -hmm. making their relationship with the Olympics. So as, as um, Julia also mentioned a little bit, continuing the support for the team even after the uh, the the two weeks of events that is demonstrating their support for the Team USA, not just for the we buy for the gold, but that they are continuing their relationship. That is a key uh, element. They're showing their sincere and genuine um, uh, the relationship that they want to try to build, not trying to get to exploit uh, the commercial mm -hmm. gains from the Olympics. How are you going to keep that message no, going? I, you're absolutely right. And the off years are just as important as when it's games time. And we do um, what's called uh, Drive for Team USA. So we help uh, bring our dealers into the mix where we will make a donation for every test drive that we get for, to Team USA for every you know person that comes in and gets behind the wheel of a BMW. So a great way to also involve our dealers throughout the year. Uh, we'll do events at 100 days out. We'll do one year out events. So um, having our athletes make performances as well as making sure that we still we still market those rings so it's it's an important thing to think about every day of the year uh, you're doing the two-man sled last Olympics the US four-man team took the gold but any thoughts of doing them a four-man sled <laughs> Not yet, but I wouldn't rule it out. But we're going to see how this goes. But I have really high hopes for the two-man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is very exciting. Uh, anybody who's followed the Olympics knows that in the very early days of bobsled, I'm talking back in the 1920s and 30s, the U.S. dominated the sport. And then, then the Germans took over. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Florian, what's the, the next plans? Uh, uh, are you just going to keep with uh, the, the luge here or any other yeah, thoughts? Yeah, so, so this more? is a great opportunity for us uh, to work with one team, and now we're going to branch out and see if there's other uh, athlete opportunities that we, can, that we can help. But also remember, a lot of our materials go into infrastructure, right, around the stadium, while they get built years in ahead. So our off-years are very important in that regard, that we help, help bring our materials into the stadiums, um, it, it could be it could be anything from foams and tarps and so on. There could be all down materials in there, and so we're going to be very active, even even the tracks and so on. So that's where we already get a lot of the benefit uh, of our Olympic sponsorship. Well, I, I think this is a fascinating story. I'm getting real excited. I can't wait to see how these games go, especially in the bobsled and yeah. the luge. But I got to thank you all, Dr. Dehi Kwok uh, from University of Michigan, Florian Schattenmann the head of core R&D at Dow. Thank you. And Trudy Hardy, the head of marketing for BMW North America. Been fantastic having you all here. Thank you. Thank Trudy. you so much, John. And want to uh, thank all of you for having tuned in.